You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. I'm going to talk to you on how you can use subscriptions and subscription-based revenue models in order to increase your cash flow and keep your customers happier and giving you more money every month. My name is Maria Sparagas and I help tons of seven and eight figure merchants figure out their payment processing and convert more customers at their checkout. And today I'm going to talk to you about how you can use a subscription strategy to grow your business and ensure that the economy slumping doesn't impact you as greatly as some other businesses. Now, up until about last year, one of the biggest growth strategies for most direct response businesses and online businesses was to offer bundles. Like we used to see this all the time at direct Paynet. you know, the, the common pricing model for a lot of, you know, consumer products was one, three, six, and nine. So one month product, three month product, six month worth of product or a year worth of product, you know, any, or any combination of those. Now that's great because obviously you're getting all the money up front. You don't have to worry about, you know, costs and so forth because people are buying, for example, six months worth of product at once. And a lot of times it's also a great upsell. Somebody buys one month, you know, your upsell should be, Hey, do you want an extra two bottles? Do you want an extra five bottles and so forth? Now with the economy in the state that it's in and consumer debt rising, a lot of customers are a little bit more reluctant to just, you know, plop out a huge amount of money at first for a product, for example, that they haven't tested before that they've never purchased. So a lot of them are, you know, being pretty skittish and buying a small supply, a trial size, or even just a one month supply to test it out. And also because customers have less money now and credit is a little bit more constricted, there are a lot more banks that are declining transactions that are very high, like 500 or a thousand when it falls outside of the customer's regular purchasing habits. And if the customer is actually getting close to their limit, even if they have not surpassed their credit limit, their bank may think this is not a good transaction. And that's where you see those pesky issuing bank declines. Getting back to subscriptions and really kind of using subscriptions in order to get more revenue and keep customers happy and within your, your business sphere, what you want to try to do is keep your pricing consistent. If you try to change the price every month, or if you have an introductory price, that's, you know, for example, $20 and then that price bumps up to 80 or a hundred dollars. Some customers may not see the value of that may complain because, you know, they like that $20 price point. They may not like that 80 to a hundred dollar price point. So if you are offering, you know, for example, a trial purchase, what you want to do is try to diminish the quantity, right? Because if the customer sees that they get the same amount, but are now paying four times the amount for that same product, that is likely to get them upset and they may cancel or charge back the recurring purchases. So if you do offer a trial of something, once again, get a smaller box or a smaller quantity so the customer can try and then see value when in the next month they get a full size bottle or a full size product. But ideally what you want to do is you want to try to offer, for example, $49 every month for as long as they, um, use your product or service, because that will remain consistent for them. They'll get used to that price. And also from a payment standpoint, the customer's bank will see this recurring transaction go every month for the same amount and will usually let it 
it go through after the first time. If you change the price point, it can actually affect your conversions and you may get more declines because of that. So keep in mind, try to find a price that you can stay consistent of. And if you absolutely have to go a trial, you know, adjust the quantities. Talking about pricing and the economy and so forth, you want to try to limit the amount of upsells. I mean, I think, you know, once somebody buys something, getting them through an endless loop of different upsells before they end their purchase can actually lead to more card abandonment, more declines from their bank, and also just overall dissatisfaction, right? Somebody gets their credit card statement and sees five purchases from you for all these random amounts. It can get overwhelming. They may want to cancel. They may feel like you duped them and so forth. So you want to try to avoid, you know, too many upsells. Obviously, if you have a customer in your sphere, you want to try to offer them a complimentary product or service and so forth. So I think, you know, having a really, really good upsell um, that comes after the initial purchase is great. And what I would suggest is focus your effort in actually making your upsell offer just as good as your front end offer. I mean, I see this constantly with a lot of merchants is they spend so much time on their front end and then they have a really crappy upsell and they wonder why nobody's taking it. I mean, the effort on the sales page for your initial or your front end transaction should be just as good as your upsell, right? Just, you can't assume just because a customer bought, you know, one product that they're automatically going to buy the second one. If you don't take the time to actually sell them on why the second product is good, then, you know, obviously you're not going to get great conversions. So you want to try, if you're going to offer a, an upsell, you want to try to make sure that your sales letter or whatever marketing material you use to sell the secondary product is just as good as your initial, and that will guarantee more success. And also, also, you will get a higher take rate than if you have, let's say, three crappy upsells that will just annoy the customer. And at the same time, if you have four or five different transactions at once, your likelihood of the third, fourth or fifth transaction actually getting approved from the customer's bank actually reduces significantly. I mean, I see this all the time. You know, you have your first transaction that goes through, you have an upsell that goes through, and then the third, fourth and fifth come back with an issuing bank decline because the customer's bank is like, how is it possible that the customer's buying all these products all randomly uh, from that same merchant? It causes suspicion, so you're more likely to get declines. So my best advice here is try one upsell that will work, that you will put effort in, that will convert well, and that will probably be better than having a couple of upsells that are just kind of half-assed. Now, another thing you want to do is you want to focus on long-term subscriptions. So make sure that you provide value to your customers every single time they renew and they get a product or service from you. So what you have to do is you have to build a nice world for them. So every time they get billed or every time they receive a new product, they feel, you know, that they're getting value. So your sales funnel doesn't end when the customer buys, right? It's always a lot cheaper for you to keep a current customer than to acquire a new one. So what you can do is you can split your budget and your marketing budget in maintaining your brand for customers that are now in your subscription. So what you want to do, first of all, is you want to make sure that you have a nice social media presence and on your social media, what you can do is you can have product demos, you can have great reviews, you can show customers how to use your product or service more effectively, tips and tricks on how else they can use your product and service. And really that's just going to help the customer reinforce that this is a good subscription that they want to keep. So don't use all your marketing dollars in acquiring customers. Keep in 
mind that keeping a customer is just as important as acquiring new ones and spend some money on social and spend some money on perhaps maintaining an email list where you can send some newsletters or send some information of the product and service of how it can be used. And that will keep customers in your world and in your sphere and keep them happy and wanting to continue their subscription. So basically what you want to do is you want to keep in touch with your customers. An email list is great, like I said, and social media is also great. And because all customers have a different, you know, kind of way of staying in touch with businesses that they work with, you want to have a multi-pronged approach. You don't want to just focus your efforts on one thing and let go of the other. You want to try to be consistent on both and perhaps have a budget to maintain all these different platforms. Now, one easy way to get content is to ask your happy customers to share their experience and perhaps video how they use your product or service or, you know, refer friends and so forth. This is a great way of growing your business and a great way for you to get content that you can use to market to your other customers. Now, last but not least, if a customer wants to leave you, what you want to do is you want to try to make sure that you can save them by any means possible. You know, having a customer in your world and, and in your subscription funnel is a lot cheaper than acquiring a new one. So just as the effort that you've put in to acquire that customer, you should put that same amount of effort when a customer decides that maybe he or she wants to leave. And what you want to do is perhaps think about creating a cancellation funnel. Now, I know a lot of online businesses, what they've done is they have customers call in. You know, that was something that was very popular in the past. And I have to disagree with having customers call in to cancel a product or service. If I buy something online, I want to be able to cancel online or at least just through a chat. And in fact, the FTC is now actually creating some regulations that are probably going to pass in 2024 that are going to force online merchants to give customers a way to cancel the same way that they purchased, which means if you are an online business and somebody bought your product or service online, they should be able to cancel online as well through a cancellation form. Just get ahead of this, test it out and see how you can make it to your advantage. Create yourself a cancellation funnel. If you are a marketer or if you hire marketers, have them put some effort in walking your customers through how to cancel and presenting them alternative offers. So you can, you know, have fun with this and test it out. You know, you can have a funnel with a couple of questions so you can understand why they want to cancel, what would make them not want to cancel. If you can offer them, for example, a discount to make them stay longer, if that would work. So there's a couple of things that you can do that can help you keep your customers in your sphere longer, keep them rebilling and on the subscription for a lot longer. And it can get you ready for 2024's new guidelines that FTC is going to release regarding cancellation online for online products and services. If you have any other tips or tricks on how to increase your subscription take rate and how to generate more money in your business, feel free to drop them down below and share them with everybody listening. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button for more amazing content. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once.